This college football playoff picks and bowl games edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code SGP for a fifty percent deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. P sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the crew at SGPN better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in pay pred providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash S G P. This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to S G P N. Let it ride brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money, remote Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, A a second, a sequel to the vision quest was needed. So uh, as you'll tell, uh, time is going very, very (laughs) slow here in Arizona. Yes. Ryan real remote. He's off the grid, but he still made it back to talk about the second batch of bowl games, college football playoff. And uh, of course we're talking college football playoff. The man who is an advocate for the college football playoff system, exactly the way it is currently set up. Colby Dan, AKA the database. What's you, up you, database. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I'm good. That, I want to shout out uh, stacking the money green and real money Kramer for delivering me some Jameson oh, on yeah. Christmas. Just such a nice gesture. And my alcohol dealer happened to be talking to me when it happened. So he thinks I got multiple dealers. Now. <laughs> he thought you were cheating on him. It's like, Oh, you got a side piece Colby. You got someone else mysteriously delivering you alcohol. Just a, that's the best gift too, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, look, I, I got a lot of gifts in my life. I don't know. Like, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So thank you guys. Um, you guys, and you know, James black barrel too. They, they didn't go cheap on me. All right. <laughs> Quality right there. Wow. And uh, you know, you don't need the booze to drown out your sorrows to celebrate because we are coming off an amazing week. We, we started off a little rough missing on too late and UCF. But after that, it was, I'm looking at the sheet, a lot of greens. We all hit our lock. Kramer had Liberty. I had okay. State minus two bit of a sweat, but they pulled that one out. Colby had Memphis minus eight and Colby and I also hit our bonus locks. I had Buffalo minus three. Uh, he had Georgia Southern. I think it was minus no, four uh, and a half. Georgia Ryan, state. Sorry. What was it? Colby G- Georgia state. Oh, Georgia state. Yeah, that's right. Georgia state. 
and uh, Kramer hit his three team tees. So man, what a week and looking at our overall records. I mean, this is insane. Kramer, 64% lock, Sean, 64% lock, Colby, 60% lock. Uh, teases Colby hitting at 63%. His bonus locks an amazing 77%. Kramer with a nice 57% on his bonus locks. Even our, uh, we went 0 for 3 on the COVID games. That was the only thing we we messed up, it seems like. And uh, man, what a, what a nice start to the Bulls. And we're talking the rest of the Bulls part two and the college football playoff. Hell of a podcast we got in store for you. Before we get to all the picks, want to make sure we give a shout out to the presenting sponsor, the Sports Gambling Podcast, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That is mybookie.ag. Head over there, use that promo code SGP, get that instant deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. That's right, you could have up to one thousand dollars in free site credits if you head over to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP. You can play, win, and get paid. Live in-game wagering, so much fun, and of course, home of the DGEN's only prop bets, those crazy long shot uh, prop bets we've been giving out. Tons of fun in college football playoff, bold season, perfect time. Throw a little uh, bonus action in there and, and ride the wave of picks. We're starting off December 30th, 9 a.m., Wisconsin, Wake Forest. Is this a typo, Colby? Is there actually a bowl game called the Mayo Bowl? Is that <laughs> is that the Mayo Clinic or is that just mayonnaise? What's going on here? Uh, you know, and I did a solo pod on this for the college experience, but I mean, I, I'm a and I mentioned I'm a strong advocate for getting rid of all of the bowl system, like the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and let's just go with sandwich names. You know, I'm a sandwich guy. The Mayo <laughs> yes. Bowl, the Pickle Bowl. You know, maybe throw some pastrami bowl, and I'm all I'm on board here. Are you a mayo guy, Sean? <laughs> yes, I am. My wife hates uh, hates mayo, but I, I, I like mayo in small amounts. And certainly, there's a world where mayo gets way too much and it gets gross. But it's a little dash, a little dabble. I mean, can you imagine potato salad without mayonnaise? What world are you living in? You lose a macaroni salad. Good luck enjoying that with mayo. A nice roast beef sandwich. I had a. Um, what did I have? I had a nice turkey bacon avocado, a little bit of mayo on that goes a long way. So yes, we're talking mayo here. And speaking of mayo, the spread is nine and a half Wisconsin, nine and a half point favorites against Wake Forest. Colby, I'll let you kick things off. What are you doing here with the Badgers? Uh, well, look, uh, you know, I was, I was, you know, poor some of my life. So I, I was a miracle whip guy. So uh, <laughs> uh, was, was it, wait, is miracle whip a price thing? I thought it was just a calorie thing. Cause I always, I like the tangy zinginess of miracle whip. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I feel like I, for a, a good portion of my life, I didn't, I didn't ever have mayonnaise. It was always mir- miracle whip. And then I, some of my friends would make fun of me. So um, <laughs> perhaps we get a miracle whip bowl next season, but give me wake. Look, I know wake is without uh, everyone should check first off for the, uh, for the opt-outs because I mean, I'm a Colorado oh, it's getting fan. crazy. Yeah. I'm a Colorado fan and I knew some were opting out, but I did, this list of like 20 players. I'm like, okay, well, how was I supposed to know that I searched it? I did a preview pod on it and I had none of this Intel, but um, wake <laughs> Forest's starting running back did opt out. That's the only opt out that I, I know of at the moment in this game. I just previewed this game earlier today. So uh, I think you got to take wake plus the nine and a half here. Their offense has been very good. 
Wisconsin uh, kind of been shaky offensively. Graham Mertz, uh, I think uh, nine touchdowns and, and, and five interceptions on the season. And that wasn't against the greatest competition. We know the big 10 is way down. I like what Dave, I'm a huge Dave Clawson fan and what he's doing at wake. And I think Sam Hartman is due for a solid game. Going to be interesting to see the chess match between uh, Jim Leonard that and that badger defense. You guys remember Jim Leonard for former jet and Raven safety. Um, but I think you got to take the points here. Knowing the uncertainty on the Wisconsin offense, I think you got to just take the nine and a half. It's in Charlotte too. How about that? It's not that far down the road from uh, Winston Salem as opposed to Wisconsin. Yeah, interesting. Couple interesting trends. Uh, one, Wisconsin five and one their last six bowl games. Uh, ATS, but they're one and four against the spread in their last five games. It, what scares me a little bit is that the public seems to be on Wake Forest. I, I think they kind of are buying into the similar mentality that the Big Ten is down this year, and especially now at nine and a half. This opened at seven, so there must have been a ton of action coming in on Wisconsin. But now it looks like. At nine and a half, the public is backing Wake Forest, which makes it a little scary. I- I'm with you though, Colby. I'm going to ride with Wake, getting nine and a half. I, I think it's going to be close to the spread. I-, I do think Wisconsin wins, but I think they keep it. I think Wake keeps it a one-score game. I- I- they're- they've been decent this season, and again, Wisconsin's not really a team with that offense that's really going to put away a team. And Wake, you know, to their credit, five and one against the spread in their last six games, so they've been hanging around. I think it's just going to be tough for them to get blown out. So I'll take Wake and the points. Kramer, where are you at with this uh, Mayo Bowl? Uh, formerly the Belk Bowl, <laughs> and, and it used to be an SEC ACC matchup. The ACC's fared pretty well. I think Colby nailed it. It's a home game. We've seen some of these geolocation games matter. Tulane being one of them, going up to the cold there. So Wisconsin loses when they go away from home, combined with a nice Wake home game. Wake should be motivated here. Take the points. And uh, where are you at with Mayo, Ryan? Need your opinion on that for the Mayo Bowl. <laughs> Quick anecdote. Yeah, so in college, I remember we we kind of first time we got an apartment, uh, we all agreed we would share the common groceries: milk, eggs, cheese, condiments. Uh, first time one of the roommates came back from the store with Miracle Whip. <laughs> that was the last time that agreement. Uh, yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not. It's it's a different condiment altogether. <laughs> it's like sweet. I, I think it's gross. I, I mean, I, you know, obviously I grew up from an Italian family. Olive oil is even more preferred over mayo. But yeah, no, Miracle Whip's gross. You're both gross for liking it. <laughs> No, I, I, I miracle whip has its place, but I think you're right in saying that it's a different condiment altogether. And it, it's got a kind of tangy zingy taste. Colby let's uh, let's talk Turkey here. Cotton bowl, Florida squaring off against it, Oklahoma in Arlington, Texas. So almost a kind of a home game here for Oklahoma, or at least much closer for Florida, Kyle Trask and the Gators three and a half point dogs against Oklahoma. Trask still has an outside shot to win the Heisman. I think he's like back to, you know, 20 plus to one. I, I well, real quick on the Heisman Colby. Do you think it's, is it just going to be the receiver from, uh, from Alabama? I mean, it's just crazy to me that he is a minus minus one eighty favorite right now. How, how would you handicap the Heisman right now? I mean, look, they should give it to him. I mean, just because I hate how they go. Like, I mean, maybe it's just me. You guys know, I like to, I'm an old school guy. All right. And, yep. and when I was going up or growing up, they would just give it to the best player. It'd be running back wide receiver. Uh, quarterback. It wasn't just quarterback dominated, but that's just the the way football has trended, I guess. Uh, so I'm all for it. I mean, shit. I'd, 
I'd give it to a defensive player if it was up to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Trask is still very much alive. If he comes out and throws five touchdowns, I would say, you know, he, he still has a decent shot. I would think. Yeah, I mean, it, everyone's just saying it's going to be Devonta Smith, but I, I'm holding out hope. Kyle Trask is my dark horse, and I think he comes out and has a good game against this Oklahoma team, who's you know they're in the Big Twelve. They struggle with defense. Florida, I mean, you you've seen what they've done. They they have the ability to put up a ton of points. I think this is a field goal game. So I'm going to take the Gators catching three and a half. I, I just think Trask is going to be ready to go and ready to put up a bunch of points. I, I don't know where, where are you at with this game? Colby? I'm on the Sooners here, man. And for, for several reasons, I actually think had everyone been healthy and not opting out or whatever the fuck you want to say, if they're, I, I think they are healthy and they're opting out, but um I, I think Oklahoma's a, I, I've kind of been on the fade Florida side of things all year. I think it's ironic though. The, the big, I, there's a shift going on in college football. And I would argue that the sec defenses this year with Ole Miss's offense, with our guy Leach coming into Mississippi state uh, with LSU's defense, just been horrible. Uh, it's SEC kind of kind of turning into the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah, and, and Oklahoma's got a top twenty-five defense for the first time in a long time, and Alex Grinch doing a great job, uh, re- really resurrecting that that program's defense. So, and it, I don't know if you guys have seen this also, but uh, Florida is without Kyle Pitts, there's the best tight end in America, opted out. Then you have uh, Trayvon Grimes and Kadarius Tony, their two wideouts, their top two wideouts. Uh, opted out and Jacob Copeland, their third wideout has COVID. So they are on their fourth and fifth wideouts and their backup tight ends uh, for Oklahoma. The only one that I could really find out is their starting corner. Trey Brown is out. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just think, I just think, and here's another thing. Florida's one and two against teams with winning records this year. I don't even think they belong. Like I, I personally thought like they should have been playing North Carolina. Oklahoma should have been playing a and M. Give me the Sooners to win and handle this one. Well, I, I'll just throw in this little nugget before we kick it to Kramer, but Florida has been a dog twice this season, catching 16 or 17 and a half. I think it closed that against Alabama. They, they covered that and then uh, catching three against Georgia and then they won outright. So I think the fact that they're a dog, this team, the Gators struggle to cover when they're a big favorite, but as a dog, I think they're pretty frisky Kramer. Where are you at with this uh, Gator Sooners matchup? Well, I think Colby nailed it. I think they're. The, I think the fact that this is a relatively short turnaround matters for a team that's losing all of their production in the passing game, and and don't underestimate the Pitts opt out. Which, by the way, we called. Yeah, he opted out like three weeks ago, uh, unofficially. Uh, I I just I don't see how you don't take Oklahoma here. If nothing else, with the familiarity of with this game, and, and just again, kind of leaning here a little geolocation favor towards the Oklahoma side, but also. It's a rare spot for a team that is now what six straight Big Twelve championships. They can actually make a statement here in a weird year and take down what was perceived to be a very good SEC squad. So I like your argument, Colby. Uh, the the SEC has been infected with the high school offense of the Big Twelve. Here's the problem: the Big Twelve's been doing it longer. So let's fa- let's let's go with Oklahoma laying the points here. Moving over to the Armed Forces Bowl, New Year's Eve morning, nine a.m. West Coast kick and fourth. Fort Worth, Texas, Tulsa, two and a half point favorite against Mississippi State. Coach Leach, uh, love us some Mississippi State, but Leach hasn't been amazing in bowl games when it comes to covering the spread. One and nine against the spread in the last ten bowl games. 
I think where some of that comes from and Colby, let me know what you think about this theory, but you know, the fact that when you're running the air raid, part of it is it's difficult to prepare for on a normal week. Now, normally bowl games, you have basically a month off from the last time you played. So that extra time makes it a little easier to prepare for leech maybe in the bowl games. And that's why you see this, this record uh, against the spread in the last 10 bowl games. Where are you at with coach leach this year? And do you think there's anything to that theory as far as prep time for the air raid? Yeah, I mean, I do think that, but I, I, I wonder. I, I think that's accurate, but I would also say that uh, I, I don't see the motivational angle for Tulsa. This is like this is ridiculous, in my opinion. Like that Tulsa's playing Mississippi State, and I, you know, I love Coach Leach, but I mean, if you're going to put a three-win team in the playoff or in a bowl game, uh, have them play another three-win team or someone like that. Tulsa <laughs> almost they almost won the they almost went undefeated. They're like two plays away from going undefeated. And you match them up with that, and and Zayvon Collins, the 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 awesome Tulsa defensive player, Bronco Nagurski winner for best defensive player in college football, he opted out. I I just don't see the motivation from Tulsa's point of view, and I also think Mississippi State. Now the final game of the season, they took on Missouri and beat them, and beat them pretty good. And 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 towards the end of the year, that Georgia game, uh, they found they when they shifted to to Will Rogers. The offense started to, to pick up some. Now it still wasn't good, but I, I Will Rogers played in the, the air raid offense in high school, uh, so I, I think Mississippi State's the play here because I just can't see Tulsa getting excited for this one. Mm. You know what? I, as much as I am a uh, you know fan of Starksville and Stark Vegas, I, I'm going Tulsa here, I, and I, I think you nailed it, Colby. They're just such a better team, like top to bottom. They're just a better team, and and clearly this Mississippi State team, this is a transition year. Uh, they, they're they're kind of figuring out Coach Leach. I, I think he did a lot of uh, pruning of the hedges, you know, kind of filtering out guys who want to be a part of the program moving forward, and guys who clearly just aren't meant to be. Uh, you know, on the pirate ship moving forward. So I think they're still kind of in that process here at the end of the year. So I'm going, um, I'm going Tulsa minus two and a half. And I I think to your motivation angle, I I think Tulsa is, is going to be ready to go and, and show up and show up big in this game. So yeah, I I think they're going to be trying to like, you know, really stick it to him. So I'm, I'm going Tulsa minus two and a half. Want to stick it to an sec team and prove that they deserved a better matchup or a better bowl game. Kramer, where are you at? I'm very disappointed in you and Sean uh, for fading hail state. Our, our new guys down there. And st- I, I don't know if you can fade Mississippi state for this reason. And this reason alone, well, it's Colby's the- Colby's on Mississippi state. No, I know. I, sorry. I was, I was disappointed in you, Sean. Uh, but I, I just don't know how you can fade the team that has the sec players as fun as Tulsa was this year, as much as the motivation is questionable, although they are only one of two or three teams outside the power five, getting to play a power five team. So there is that angle of maybe they could step up for the uh, step up for the group of five or whatever. But I just think at the end of the day, this is a Mike Leach led team. He's a smart guy. He understands that winning a bowl game will matter. And it's sec talent versus a team that was picked to finish like 10th in the American. So enough said, let's take the points. Hail state. 
All right. Before we get to some more of these bowl games, I want to shout out better than Vegas. That's right. Better than Vegas. It's uh better than Vegas. Cause it's like YouTube, but for sports gambling, they got a lot going on over there. You can check out our uh, page, subscribe to our page, sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV directs you right to our page. Click subscribe there. We're give we're in a uh, charity contest right now, giving out one pick a day. I hit my pick. Uh, unfortunately, I think our last pick NC Nick gave out uh, Michigan state for college basketball. That didn't hit. It's all right. We'll, we'll figure out. We'll take care of the charity. If we don't win this uh, $500 that we're playing for, but check out all our video picks, sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. It's better than Vegas. They're running a bunch of cool contests, giving away cash to the best handicappers, the handicappers that can get the most followers. But again, check out, subscribe to our page, sports gambling podcast.com slash B T V Arizona bowl. And this is actually taking place in Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, 11 AM new year's Eve kickoff ball state, San Jose state Colby. I feel like I don't have the number in front of me, but I feel like we've picked San Jose state a number of times this year. They've, they've been pretty good to us uh, as a team. And just, I mean, they're pretty good straight up and pretty good against the spread seven and Oh straight up. And they've covered every time except one push in there is now the time to, you know, back off San Jose state, or are we going to, we're going to take them even laying nine points against ball state. Uh, I mean, I think, I think we take them, but I, I mean, I will say ball state veteran team was really impressed with their performance in the Mac championship, but, but look, Brent Brennan, I don't know how he wasn't coach of the year. Uh, it's a shame. They didn't even put him in as a finalist. This is the worst program <laughs> it, it, two years ago it, for, for a decade or two. It was the worst program in college football. He takes him to an undefeated season, beats everybody by double digits this year. Um, I, 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 I will not fade him until, and then here's another thing. I think he's from Tucson, so he's home. And, uh, and you got Nick Starkle, the, the former Arkansas and a and M quarterback, which I, I actually think he's better than Kellen Mond. So uh, that that's a huge advantage to have that type of talent at the quarterback spot. So give me the, the Spartans and that as the years progressed, they have become really physical they've really become a physical run team and they really put it on Boise and Nevada with that run game. So I, I expect them to roll against ball state. Although Mike knew doing a great job with in Muncie, Indiana. All right, Kramer, you're not going to get Muncie out in the middle of nowhere. Are you? Uh, I'm going, I'm going San Jose state here as well. I, I, how can you fade the San Jose state team? I mean, they're, they've been an amazing story. They've won us a ton of money and, and what I'm supposed to just pretend like they're not red hot in this bowl game. I mean, I, I think you nailed it. Ball state catching the big number. They're a decent team. Maybe San Jose state doesn't cover this. Cause it is, it's nine and a, or oh, it looks like it's nine right now, but I, I, I don't know. You just can't go against San Jose state right now. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Kramer, is it a uh, is it a triple pick here, or are you going Ball State? Yeah, I, I don't know why you would fade this San Jose State team. This is one of those things where, again, it's a weird year. There might be an asterisk, but to to have an opportunity to finish your season undefeated. And oh, by the way, Ball State has never won a bowl game. Zero and seven in their hit their great history as a school. So. Yeah, I'm going to take San Jose State. I haven't seen I mean th- this is this is a great team and and once again, pretty unfortunate they didn't get matched up against the Power 5 school here. 
Well, if you, you know, maybe, maybe Colby would have them upsetting a power five school, right? I, I think you're, uh, I think you're getting a little, uh, you know, ahead uh, of yourself there. La- la- last year, they played a power five school in the SEC in Arkansas <laughs> in Fayetteville, and they beat them, and they beat them by double digits, I believe. There you go. I uh, see. I knew, I knew, I knew Colby wasn't going to like that comment. Kramer. <laughs> Moving over to the Liberty bowl in Memphis, Tennessee army, a seven point dog against West Virginia army fighting it out in for Liberty in the Liberty bowl. Now, God bless the U S army, all the troops. I support all the armed forces and their pursuit of Liberty off the field cannot be, uh, cannot be matched. However, I think army already kind of won their super bowl beating Navy for them. The rest of the season is, is just icing on the cake. And you know, you'd be, you'd be crazy to doubt the power and uh, ability for the United States army to get up in must win spots. But I think on the football field, West Virginia, a much better team laying the seven in Memphis. I feel pretty comfortable doing this. Colby, are you with me or are you rocking army here? Look, I don't know what's going on. Kramer, you got to talk to me here because at last episode, Sean tells me he doesn't like cheese. Then he goes against Mike Leach <laughs> in Mississippi state. Then he, he goes against America and he goes with the fucking from Morgantown trash. You know, come on, give me America to get this done. The triple option. Look, I don't care. They get a week uh, that, you know, a couple of weeks to prepare for this thing. Army is got motivation. West Virginia's bummed. They're like, okay, I guess we'll go to Memphis. Look, give me the black Knights plus the seven points. You're letting me down there green. Well, and, and maybe, and maybe you're hitting on a motivation spot, but again, I, I think beating Navy, that is their bowl game. That is their super bowl where West Virginia, they need a little icing. They need a little something to, I mean, what they're five and five coming into this game or five and four. I think they need something to, to you know, they're the Mountaineers. I, I I think they pull out a nice little victory against Army here. Kramer, what are you doing? You're out of your mind, Army. Last I checked, no one's opting out there because they all opted in to be up there in West Point. <laughs> and and I, I think I, I was what I was saying was you're crazy to be fading Army. You're crazy to be fading America. And it's called the Liberty Bowl, Sean. West Virginia is not going to win anything called the Liberty anything. So, uh, you know, hopefully your dad's not listening. Hopefully the, uh, the great men of this military, men and women of this military aren't listening, but Colby and I will stand with this country and take army plus the seven. Well, and, and worth uh, pointing out, West Virginia did fight for liberty in uh, one of the greatest bowl games of all time, the civil war. They were on the right side, AKA the union. So uh, they, they're, they're on the right side of that history. Moving over to the peach bowl in Atlanta, Georgia, new year's day, early kick 9am on the West coast, the hangover bowl, Cincinnati catching seven points against Georgia. Colby, a lot of people uh, said Cincinnati should have been in the college football playoff. And now they're catching seven points against this Georgia team. What are you doing here? Oh, well, I'm going to ride Georgia. I mean, Georgia's got a bunch of opt outs, but at the same time, they made that switch to JT Daniels. And this is why a large playoff would have been great. Because uh, I actually think with JT Daniels at the helm, they might be able to beat Alabama. Because if they were in that game with Stetson Bennett until uh, the fourth quarter, uh, Stetson Bennett wouldn't start for several FCF schools. <laughs> so uh, I, I think the play here with JT Daniels is to take uh, to take, and here's another factor guys. This game's in Atlanta. I hate this dome. Look, f- football should never be played in a dome. Um, 
And the fact that this is pretty much a home game for Georgia, uh, I think, I think you got to side with the, with the Bulldogs here. But now if Cincinnati, if they win this game, do they crown themselves national champions by, by going 10 and zero, much like UCF did? They should. I mean, San Jose state as well. And I'll say this, if let Clemson win the national championship, uh, the quote unquote national championship <laughs> with one loss, I think every team with one loss should say that they're national champions. You know, you, you make a great point about Georgia and, and the fact that they, they finally got rid of that nerd quarterback and, and they've been better since then, but I, I'm taking Cincinnati, this Bearcat defense. And I know it's kind of a home game for Georgia and they have the sec talent, but I, 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 I don't know, man, this, this Cincinnati defense getting seven points. They've had a couple of weeks to prepare. I, I think they show up for this game. Give me Cincinnati plus seven skyline, chili be damned Kramer. What are you doing? You know, I will say if Mississippi state rolls Tulsa, I, I have a feeling this spread might change. Uh, I'm with, I'm with Colby. I think again, sec talent is going to prevail here. They're at home. Uh, that's going to matter. Uh, I think I'm, I'm just going to lean into this geolocation advantage g- angle, Georgia minus seven. I don't, th- don't overthink it. It's funny to me that Colby is fading his, his blessed power or group of five teams in both opportunities. He's uh, he's taking the sec over the American. <laughs> so let's fade the American. Once again, well, Georgia minus I mean, seven, they're giving them a home game, dude. And, and let's be honest. Like I actually think if there was a, a 30 pl- team playoff or 2014 playoff, whatever, you know, I want a 32, but uh <laughs> I think I think Georgia could win the whole thing right now with JT. Like their problem before is they couldn't throw the forward pass. We know they have five star talent at the wideouts, and I know they have a bunch of players opting out. But there's a reason why they've had the top recruiting classes the past couple of years. And you put in JT Daniels, a guy from USC, when he was at USC, he was really good, and he looks really good in in his short time at Georgia. It, it's mind boggling that he was ready to play in week one, and they kept him on the bench. And pissed away their season. Well, yeah, what were really they doing? Quarterback, yeah, I, I, it's mind-boggling to me. And so I, I think right now, I think you know, I, if I, if I was Alabama or Clemson, I wouldn't want to play Georgia right now. Yeah, they're in a uh, yeah, and maybe you're right. Maybe 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 that's all it took was just getting rid of uh, Stenson Bennett. Want to give a quick shout out to Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy. Oh man, so much fun over at Thrive. It's DFS. But DFS using player props. That's right. Over under player props for the NFL. They give you 20 player props. You pick your 10 favorite over under. Just that easy to set your lineups. Tons of different games to play from a dollar to a thousand. And if you use our promo code SGP, you get an instant deposit match. And breaking news. We are doing a uh, SGP listener only special contest for the NFL $3 entry. So if you just sign up over at thrive fantasy, use that promo code SGP, you'll see the SGP game and it's for listeners only use that promo code SGP to get into the game. It's $3. And if you win, not only do you get the cash from thrive, but also you will get a free FFPC, uh, playoff entry. So basically the FFPC does this, uh, does this fantasy game for the NFL playoffs. The entry is worth $200. We're giving that away free. So that's right. All you got to do is win this contest winner. Take all as far as the uh, entry is concerned. And you'll get that $200 entry into the FFPC challenge. Head over to thrive fantasy. Use that promo code S G P. 
heading over to the citrus bowl in Orlando, Florida, New year's day, 10 AM kickoff. Another uh, potential hangover bowl here. Northwestern laying three and a half against Auburn. I'm going, this to me is pretty easy after that big 10 championship game. I think they really, you know, laid their heart and soul out uh, in that game. They got beat by Ohio state, but they were in that game, the entire game. I think that was kind of a dream crusher game. I think it's going to be tough to get up for the citrus bowl. So I'm going to take Auburn and the points just off that motivational angle. Colby, what are you doing here? You're taking big 10 and laying a three and a half. Or are you going uh, sec? I know you're turning into an sec wonk on this podcast. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If I had to rate the conferences this year, the, the power conferences, I would go ACC one, SEC two, uh, Big Twelve three, Pac twelve four, and Big Ten five, because I, I don't think the Big Ten is very good. I mean, uh, Big Ten and Pac twelve is debatable, but uh, I, I just think they're just not very good this year. The the whole conference up from from look at Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. They're all bad. And and I, I do think Northwestern's better than Indiana. However, I do wonder about the motivation angle. And let's not forget, Kevin Steele, longtime Auburn defensive coordinator, uh, really tied into that program. That you know, they they got rid of Gus Malzon. So this is his one chance for his team to really make him want to know as a head coach. Love that angle. Give me the Tigers and the points. Moneyline play too. Yeah, this is, I mean, it just seems like a massive letdown spot for this Northwestern program who've, who've had a good season certainly, and, and way better than I would have thought they would have been coming into this season. I was talking a bunch of shit on them, but it, it's just after that at, you hung with Ohio state and then just got away from you in the second half. I feel like their season ended after that big 10 championship game. Kramer, what are you doing here? Northwestern or Auburn? We love, we love the angle where the team is playing for a promoted coach for that one game. And that's the angle here. Once again, I think sec uh, is positioned well to, to look good for the bowl games this year. And, and I'll say a lot because they played a full fucking season. Like if you want to just fade the big 10 uh, against yeah. the SC against the sec and the ACC, I'm okay with that. So that was kind of where I started from here. And then, you know, Sean also nailed it. They, they played, they played a big game. They had, they had their opportunity to kind of do something this season. And, and now it doesn't really matter. I'm sure they're going to be all uptight and kind of worried about going to Florida during the surge. And so uh, Northwestern shits the bed and give me Auburn <laughs> in the points. It It is funny that they're still uh, well, I don't know the situation in Florida, but the fact that these teams are traveling, uh, in some cases, two games where there is not going to be fans is is pretty hilarious development. It's like, why not just have one team travel and then whoever the better team is becomes the whole home team? If they're playing in front of no fans, does it really make that much of a difference? Moving over to the Rose Bowl, played in Arlington, Texas, for the first of the college football playoff games. Alabama, 19 point favorite against Notre Dame. Been riding Alabama all season, but 19 is a pretty big number. Colby, I'll let you kick things off here. What are you doing? How about to take the Irish and the points just because I think it's too big. I think Bama might be up by, you know, 24 or 28 at some point, but I could see some backdoor coverage going on here. Uh, Bama rolls, but give me, uh, give me, yeah. Notre Dame plus 19. 
Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I, you, you could have told me, I mean, you could, you think almost a similar thing where they were catching a huge number against Clemson and Clemson just kind of took care of them. Maybe this Notre Dame team's kind of just gotten exposed, but what scares me is we, we kind of hit on that big 12 defense and Alabama kind of let me down. Couldn't close the door on Florida. And when it came to the spread and it does feel like they're playing kind of soft defense, especially late when they're up by these huge amounts. And, and lastly, I mean, if Notre Dame, if Alabama cruises, like we, we think they should and the spread indicates they got a, they got a championship game coming up in 10 days. So there certainly is motivation to maybe rest a couple guys. If they get up big or, you know, give some, uh, some of the younger guys a look here. So I think that, you know, that factor, that factor in, in, I think Notre Dame plus 19 is kind of the way to go. Give me the Irish and the points Kramer. What are you doing here? We we watch Notre Dame get their ass kicked. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know if we can. Uh, you know, it, it kind of reminded me how much I like to fade Brian Kelly. How much I think this team is fraudulent, and how much uh, Alabama was always going to just beat the shit out of someone in the four spot this season. So I, I actually <laughs> I'm going to lay the points. I'm not going to get scared yeah. away just because Florida covered last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, and maybe I'm maybe I'm overreacting to the SEC championship game, and I was pissed because Alabama was my lock, and I'm getting emotional about the Irish, and I'm hearing the Rudy theme song playing that sweet little flute, and I'm thinking about the time I met Rudy, and I thought, oh my god, I'm way bigger than this dude, and I could kick his ass. So maybe that's just all factoring in, but uh, 19's a bit high. Moving over to the other uh, college football playoff game, aka the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, Louisiana, Clemson seven and a half against Ohio state Colby. Are you fading the big 10 again here? Or are you taking, or are you taking uh, the Buckeyes? Uh, I mean, I'll take the Buckeyes. There's a revenge spot. I, I ate. I mean, look, they haven't looked good this year, but I think you get two weeks to prep for a game. There is that revenge f- spot from last, from last season going on. And I do believe that their talent levels are similar. So uh, I'll take the points. Um, <laughs> shame on college football for playing both these games in a dome. Um, it's just disgusting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I just think that Ohio State, you know, they should Ohio State should have won this game last year. Now we 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 can say Clemson's looked way better this year and they've played a full season, and I'll, I completely agree. But last year, Ohio State was completely jobbed out of this thing because they, they, yeah. the helmet to helmet hit was horrible. The, the roughing the passer was horrible. I mean, the, the, the fumble call, I mean, just, uh, there was a lot of horrible calls on Ohio state. And I think that they, they remember that. And I actually think last year, go back and watch that game. If you took, yeah, away the well, unfortunately they, they still state have that scoreboard for this game. Now I'm taking, I'm with you though, Colby. I like the revenge aspect. I, I think Ohio state has a chip on their shoulder from that game last season. And to me, if they didn't have a chip on their shoulder, as far as the revenge aspect, don't they have a chip on their shoulder? The fact that Dabo Sweeney put them 11th in the, you know, in, in the, in the college football ranking, like he's going out of his way to talk shit on this Ohio state team. Team, basically implying that they have no business belonging in this playoff, implying that they're going to run all over them and, and destroy them. And this Ohio State team, 
Yeah, it's it's been a weird season for them. Of course, Big Ten not playing a bunch of games, and Ohio State has had moments where they've looked really bad. I mean, even in that first half of that Northwestern game, they they looked pretty shitty. But clearly, that could have been a look ahead spot for this Ohio State program. I think they're going to be up. I think they're going to be amped, and you know. Northwestern has a pretty good defense. The physicality we saw in that Ohio State offensive line in that second half. And this team is, you know, they played a shortened season, so they are going to be a little bit more fresh, I think, than a than a Clemson team, which has played a, a much longer schedule. I think that's going to be to the advantage of Ohio State. So I, I really like the seven and a half here. Kramer, where are you at? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll shit on your freshness angle first. I just think that we've seen this in the NFL, we've seen this in college. I don't I don't think it matters to be fresh. I think it matters to be battle tested. I think it matters to feel like you've done something this season that you want to finish something. Playing six games, uh, you barely started. And as far as Northwestern, a slight step <laughs> up in talent and class coming to the ACC in Clemson. I love that they made this seven and a half. Uh, yeah, get cute, take the dog once again. Uh, I'm all over Clemson here. This was always going to be Alabama Clemson. I think they're both going to win in routes. I'll, I'll probably happily parlay those together. And uh, we'll be talking about once again, how it's Alabama Clemson and everyone else. Yeah. It's hard not to like Clemson in the tease, knocking it down to one and a half there. Moving over to the Gator bowl, Jacksonville, Florida, January 2nd, Kentucky two point favorite against NC state. Colby, what are you doing here? Wolfpack? What, what what's the uh, Wolfpack Wildcats? What's going on here? What are we doing, dude? You got a hell at the moon because this is, <laughs> I, I mean, this is disgusting. That I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, Leach is our guy. Uh, we love Mississippi State, but like these teams in bowl games, it's just like Kentucky's a horrible <laughs> team. Like, yeah, they can't throw the ball. Uh, NC State, kudos to none of their players opting out. They got a really good D line. Now they are working with the backup quarterback, which could scare me because Kentucky's defense is actually decent. But uh, I, I, I'm with the Wolfpack here. I make they should stack the box, make Kentucky throw, and they'll win the game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know, Kramer. What are you doing here? I think Colby nailed it, and I think that this NC State team has been in some battles this year. So. Uh, I, I, when I look at these two teams, I Kentucky is a team that kind of had a, a strange horseshoe up their ass. Maybe it's personal because we, we lost some money betting on them this year and betting against them. Uh, maybe it's just, I can't figure <laughs> out Kentucky this year, but uh, NC state has been in some battles and, and to the point of that, they don't have a ton of opt-outs and they seem to be like building something. Uh, so perhaps they, they they're motivated and you know, again, this is another like common, common trip for a, for an ACC team. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't love trusting a NC state in a bowl spot, but I'm going to, I'm going to take them here with the points. Yeah. I, I guess I was waffling here because neither of these sides are that appealing and, and gun to my head. I'm just going to take the points, even though it's only two points, but why not take the couple free points? I mean, Kentucky is due for a loss, but then again, are you, are you fading a team that just seems to have everything work out for them? That's kind of crazy. ACC though, as a conference uh, has been strong and NC state, not a, you know, they've been decent in the conference. I, I think they're probably the better team than Kentucky. I mean, eight and three, seven and four against the spread for the Wolfpack. Uh, Kentucky four, five and one against the spread, four and six straight up. So, gun to my head, I'll, I'll take, I'll take NC State, but I, I think this is a stay away for me. Got a couple more bowl games left, and of course our lock dog tees. Before we get to that, want to shout out Ace Per Head. That's
That's right. Ace is the place. If you're thinking of starting your own online sports book, all you got to do is go to aceperhead.com slash SGP aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks of their amazing sports book software, completely free. That's right. Up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. And in just a minute, you could be getting your own online sports book going. They set you up. They do all the heavy lifting. They come up with the lines. They grade the wagers. They do it all for you. All you got to do sign up, use our link uh, and you can get up to six weeks free aceperhead.com slash SGP aceperhead.com slash SGP moving over to the outback bowl. Oh man. They should just bring John Madden out of retirement just for the outback bowl. Have him, have him cruise around in his, uh, in his Madden cruiser. I mean, Madden really ahead of his time when it comes to this whole germ thing. Like I feel like he's probably just been quarantined in the Madden cruiser this entire time. Uh, has anyone checked on Madden? I feel like we haven't heard from him in the quarantine, really interested what he's up to. Uh, and and how about the fact that you know uh, are we still boycotting Outback because of Coach Glanville? You remember Coach Glanville had a little had a little had a little situation oh. with Outback <laughs> after a, you know he said like I think uh, aren't they owned by somebody else? I forget I forget what the logistics of that was, but uh, but I know he was mad at them uh, after giving them a blooming onion shout out. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yes, that was great. Uh, if you missed the uh, episode with Jerry Glanville, one of our one of our best guest episodes, and just an awesome episode overall. But yeah, there was a story where uh, Glanville gave uh, the gave <laughs> gave uh, Outback a shout out on in the XFL, like his post game, and then something happened with the bill, and they they charged <laughs> him the wrong amount. I forget why he got all pissed off, but he he hated Outback, so he used that to rant against Outback. <laughs> Uh, as far as the game, Old Miss squaring off against Indiana. Indiana laying seven and a half against Old Miss. Kobe, what are we doing you know, here? Tom Allen, Indiana's coach, I think, I, what coach of the year? And, and look, I love what he's doing with Indiana. Right? I love the. Fa- I think he, I like him as a head coach. But I have thought they've been fraudulent all year. If you go back and look at the box scores, normally you can tell uh, if your team gets severely outgained and you win. Most times in football, that means you got extremely lucky or you're, you just made the right play at the right time. But it happened a lot with Indiana. Um, I, so I, I never understood why they were a top 10 team. In my opinion, uh, Michael Penix, their quarterback who I like, he's out. Now they do have the Jack Tuttle. I believe his name is the, 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 the high recruit from Utah who transferred in. But uh, I just don't now now here's the tough part here is Ole Miss has the worst defense in the nation. <laughs> uh, does a bad <laughs> Indiana offense, you know, somehow find success against that? Probably. But I still think the angle is Ole Miss here. I actually think Ole Miss is probably the better team. Like I, I, my question is, is how many times can you get out gained and win the game? We've seen it. I think three times now by Indiana, if memory serves me correct, it might just be two. I, I know for sure Penn state and Wisconsin, but I, for some reason I want to say there was three times they won and got out gained. And, uh, and it wasn't like a close out. Like, I mean, Penn state like almost tripled their yardage. So I, I think at, at some point that becomes, you know, a, an outlier. So give me, give me the, give me the, uh, the rebels here in, in Tampa. No, that's another angle too, is it's in Florida. 
Yeah, that's Rebel Country down in Tampa. A lot of rebels down in there. I, I like Old Miss here catching seven and a half, and and maybe they're tricking you to to give you the to get you to bet Old Miss, giving you that extra half because their defense is so bad. But and I think we've hit on this during this season. But you know, Lane Kiffin is a coach who's very aware of the betting spread, probably more than other coaches. So he knows what it's like to please the boosters, and the boosters are going to be betting on this game. It's a bowl game, right? You know, one of the few games going on January 2nd, you tell me these old miss boosters aren't going to be loading up on old miss catching a touchdown and a half and old miss, you know, their offense is moments where they look pretty legit. They have an ability to score quickly. They run a ton of, you know, they run that fast, pa- uh, fast paced offense. So I think even if Indiana is out ahead early, I think old miss is going to keep the foot on the gas as far as trying to backdoor this. So give me old miss plus seven and a half Kramer. Big 10 versus SEC and I'm catching a touchdown and a hook. Yes, please. And real quick, <laughs> fun nugget. If you Google Jerry Glanville Outback, the first thing that comes up is our episode where he uh, he talked about it and you know Oh, awesome. If you want to if you want to click on it, you'll find out if you ever got that free blooming onion. Uh back to the game. Yeah. Oh, listen. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of points for Ole Miss and I'll, I'll say this. They're going to Tampa. And do you think the Big Ten school, the Big Ten coach, has any clue how to plan a proper itinerary for the city of Tampa? You have to get out of front of it. The players are going to go drive to the drive-through <laughs> strip clubs. What is Lane Kiffin going to do? He's going to do the right thing. He's going to have a team event. So I think he'll be ahead of it. That they will be together. Way too many points for this offense. Give me Ole Miss plus the points. Yeah, they're gonna pull the Lou Williams and just pick up some chicken wings at a Magic City there down in Tampa. Oregon squares off against Iowa State, the Cyclones in Glendale, Arizona for the Fiesta Bowl. Iowa State, four and a half point favorites over the Ducks. Colby. Interesting spot here. I, I I'm kind of going back and forth. I have a lean, but I'd like to hear what you what you're doing here. Uh, you know, this is one that I was struggling to find the opt outs. I'm sure there's gotta be, but um, uh, I think the play is take Iowa state. I think <laughs> Iowa state after that big 12 game, you know, the championship game where I think they got a little nervous, got, it came from behind. I think if there was five more minutes in that game, 10 more minutes in that game, they probably would have won that game. But uh, uh, I think your, your play is to take the cyclones uh, uh, Oregon. Yeah. Okay. They beat USC and they look good in that game, um, but they didn't look good all year. Uh, so I, I still say fade the ducks. I think Iowa state and, and Matt Campbell's got the program at a, at a, a much higher level than what Oregon is doing right now. So uh, give me the cycle. Yeah, I'm with you. That was kind of my lean. And uh, it, to me, it's fading Oregon again. That was their Super Bowl, winning the Pac 12 championship, beating USC, as I predicted on our, on our very podcast. And I had Oregon there. I thought it was a great spot for them. But I think this is a great spot now for Iowa State. The four and a half, maybe, maybe a little scary, but I don't know. This Oregon team felt like they already. They already dumped the Gatorade. You know what I mean? Like it, it was kind of already their big celebration. Now, of course, I am going against noted Oregon Duck Bo Vice, friend of the program, who if I had the uh, sound drop, he is the he's the one who blessed us with the smoke of my weed sound drop. Ma- so I Ma- Magic Man Blanco. Oh yeah, too. Magic Man Blanco is also an Oregon guy. All right. 
Well, yeah. I feel bad that I'm fading both those uh, Hall of Fame listeners to SGP, but Iowa State here, it's just kind of a better spot for them. And and maybe I'm crazy just kind of chasing the spot here, but Iowa State is a is a solid program and I, I don't know. I, I guess it's tough laying four and a half against a Pac-12 team, but I'm I'm still going to do it. Iowa State minus four and a half. Kramer? Uh, I mean, my the first thing I saw when I was researching this game was an article about Oklahoma senior uh, number zero defensive back, uh, whatever his name is, talking about it when when he set out when he returned to play one more season, his goal was to take the Ducks to the Rose Bowl. Mission accomplished. Massive letdown spot. Of course, they weren't even supposed to be playing for the Pac-12 championship, but the Pac-12 shit all over themselves. And uh, yeah, so I I'm with you guys. I think, you know, I think one of these programs is kind of in a middling state and one definitely is on the rise. So let's take Iowa state. I think this game will mean more to them as Oregon, as I stated, uh, they, they mission accomplished. They got to the game. Yeah, that really was all they needed to do. Get to that fiesta bowl and uh, it's already a party orange bowl. Last of the bowl games. UNC, Texas A&M in Miami, January 2nd, five o'clock kick Texas A&M laying seven. Colby, is that a, are you taking Jimbo laying, laying seven here? I am. I mean, first off the, the, once again, the committee just doing a horrible job, like North Carolina shouldn't have been playing in this game. It should have been Oklahoma A&M. Um, or, or perhaps, I mean, even Iowa state A&M would have been better than this. I mean, North Carolina is a team that lost to, you know, three games, two of them to Virginia and Florida state that had, you know, losing records in their conference. Um, and, and even worse, imagine if we had a real playoff. Cause I feel like North Carolina and Florida are the same team. They should be playing each other in a bowl, but I did. I think they'd be a dangerous team to face. And guess what? You would have their whole team. Florida had like 10 opt-outs. Well, guess what? North Carolina, they have two awesome running backs. They're both out. They both opted out, right? They have a stud receiver, Diami Brown. He opted out. They have Chaz Surratt, their best linebacker. He opted out. I got no idea what, I mean, sure they're recruiting well, but I have no idea who the third string running back of North Carolina is. And if he's gotten any burn, you know what I mean? Like the, the, I, it's, it, this is just a mess. It's, it's like, why even play the game? Um, <laughs> g- give me, give me a and M and I don't know if they did that to favor a and M in the sec. I don't know. It, it makes no sense why they played North Carolina here. North Carolina is much ranked or mu- ranked much further back than, than the other schools. I, it just makes no sense. I don't understand why this game happened. Give me a and M to get, to get it done. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I was trying to wrap my head around it and I was just, I, I, it, it would, it didn't make sense to me that the spread was only seven and that was what was scaring me, but maybe I'm overthinking it. Give me Texas A and M. They're just a much better team. And you talk about motivation. I mean, Texas A and M, they destroy a UNC team and, you know, finish the season nine and one with some quality wins. Like shouldn't they be the ones like you said, Colby, if Clemson ends up winning the national championship as a one win team, doesn't isn't Texas A and M going like, Hey, come on. We're, you know, I mean, what what did we have to do to get into the playoff? And so I think the motivation is going to be there. And if anyone is going to be motivated to, you know, win by, uh, by a wide margin, I I think it would be this Texas Texas A&M team. Or even if, you know, even if Alabama's the national championship, that was their only loss. So certainly it would warrant 
them being in the mix there for the playoff. I mean, if your only loss is to Alabama and it's not good enough to get in, but you know, I, what I don't understand then is like Notre Dame, their only loss was to Clemson and Clemson is ranked lower than Alabama. I don't know. It's, it's such a clusterfuck, but Texas A&M laying the seven, not going to overthink it. Uh, I think they show up big and, and with a statement game here, Kramer. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean a couple of things. I I, th- I think it's absolutely like UNC is the kind of team that can get absolutely run out of, off the build like out of the building. But I, I mean I think this. I think Jimbo Fisher's a guy. He he's uh, he's stepped up his game as as far as him being a man, him being someone I can respect because he said <laughs> and I quote, "The only way you're going to find out who is better is to expand the playoff. Now I'm a traditionalist and I never thought I would say that I really didn't because I love bowl games. I think the playoff took away the nostalgia of our game (laughs) and what the orange bowl means, what the sugar bowl means and what the fiesta bowl means. Uh, He goes on to say a bunch of other stuff, but I mean, the fact that Jimbo Fisher is calling for an expanded playoff, the fact that he is aware uh, like of the context of being a one loss sec team with, with only one loss to obviously Alabama team favored to win the national championship. And I think they're going to go out and make a statement. Uh, to to show everyone that maybe someone made a mistake because we know there's going to be a blowout in the first round of the college football playoff. So I never thought I would say this, but I'm back in Jimbo in 2021, Sean. Jimbo, yeah, that. Uh, I mean, it just feels like such an easy spot for them there, they, or they, at, at least just a good a good matchup and a good number. They just did such a bad job. Like that game should be played. Like that should be a better game. We should have a better game for the fans. Like it's like, it's almost like when you listen, like, like the David Stern thing, like they didn't care about the fans. Like, why is the, why are they giving North Carolina? There could have been like six other teams that would have been better than them playing North Carolina. It makes no sense. I'm furious guys. <laughs> This is Danza base furious. He's overheating. The, 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 this, oh no, he's he's become self-aware. He's turning on his on his makers. Look out! This this is like, you know, Terminator Four. Kobe Dan just goes off. Oh man, it was a. Uh, we should share the video again because I just threw it as a comment on uh, Twitter at Gambling Podcast. But Steve Tasker uh, tweeted out a video of him you know, like, "Hey, it's gonna be a little chilly in Buffalo, smoking a stogie," and he's wearing one of those like hats that Colby uh, would always rock. <laughs> and I, I don't know. He just really looked like Colby if he added like ten years. Hey, that's my guy, Steve Tasker. That, look, that's a football player. Not this bullshit we got going on now. Steve Tasker's a football player, baby. Much love to the Bills. Bills Mafia. Let's go, Bills. I hope they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, the Bills have been a such a such a fun story. And not only just because I picked uh Josh Allen to be the number one fantasy football quarterback. And of course, that came true. But yeah, the emergence of Chad Beebe. Again, Don Beebe, guest of the show. That was fun. Chad Beebe getting involved for the Vikings. All right, closing it out strong with the lock dog tease and bonus lock brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP, get a 50% deposit bonus, play, win, and get paid over at mybookie.ag. Colby, kick things off. What are you doing? Uh, I will take you to uh let's let's lock up uh I'll take I'm gonna stay with San Jose State. Look, they've been good to me all year. Why you don't change horses midstream, Sean? You know, no. Uh, uh, and my dog, I'm gonna go with Ohio State. I think Ohio Ooh. State 
has the talent and the fact they've been disrespected like that. And, and despite my belief on the big 10 being trash this year, they still have the talent for a one game, well, you know, essential like one game spot. They can win this thing. And, uh, and I think they have the motivation to do it and the talent to do it. So uh, give me Ohio state uh, as the dog. Now the tease. let's go with uh, what are we doing here? What are we doing guys? I always do this. Uh, give me since, or give me Georgia minus one. Okay. Give me uh old miss plus 13 and a half. All right. And give me a and M minus one. And oh yeah. And uh, as a bonus game, I'll say a bonus lock would be, give me, give me a Mississippi state plus Ooh. two and a half against Tulsa COVID game. We're still doing the COVID <laughs> game. It's gotta be, it's gotta be Kentucky NC state, right? I feel like that's just a useless game. And I just feel like the state of Kentucky is probably getting obliterated by the virus right now. So give me, give me uh, uh, that game to get canceled there in the COVID game. That, uh, that would be unfortunate. All right. Oh man. I'll, I'll kick things off next year. San Jose state. That is strong. Uh, I'll, I'll go with you though, Colby. I, I say Ohio state, but I'm saying seven and a half. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to shy away from the playoff game. Give me Ohio state plus seven and a half for my lock uh, for my dog. A couple of small dogs. I like, um, you know, I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with Florida. Give me Florida money line plus three and a half. I, I think they show up here. I, I like them going up against Oklahoma. I think they just have too much offense uh, for them to compete for my tease. It's probably not worth teasing Notre Dame up to 25. I'm going to give West Virginia minus one Texas a and M minus one. And then what else do I like? Oh, San Jose state minus three. Yes, please. That's a, that's a great, feels like a great tease. I don't want to jinx it. And for my bonus lock, give me Iowa state laying four and a half against the pack 12 for my, uh, for my COVID game. Give me uh Cincinnati, Georgia. Cincinnati doesn't want to ruin their uh <laughs> their undefeated streak, so maybe they maybe they figure out a way not to play that game. Kramer, you're up. Lock dog tease. I'm gonna shit all over Sean's dog real quick, but I, I actually think when your offense is great because you have so much depth to spread the ball around, uh, it sucks when you lose all that depth. So I'm gonna lock up Oklahoma. Uh, I think they they take care of business in Florida. Can't keep nice. up on the offensive side. Uh, for my dog, I'm gonna take you know. As much as it would be fun to take Lane Kiffin to close out a college football season, I'm going to be smart here and I'm going to fade Northwestern coming off that big loss in the Big Ten championship game against an SEC team. Well, while they haven't been great, they have not been great this year. Uh, I think them as three and a half point dogs get that plus 170, whatever it's going to dangle. For my tease, uh, yeah, I think you got to tease, uh, you, you got to, you got to tease Clemson down to one and a half. You got to tease Georgia down to one. I don't think Cincinnati is a live dog in that one. And uh, you know what? I think these games are all going to be blowouts. So I'll keep it to a game that someone gives a shit about. Let's go um, Alabama minus 13 <laughs> against Notre Dame. And for my bonus lock, I, I told you I'm, I'm man enough to do it. Jimbo, baby. Jimbo minus seven against UNC. COVID game. I like where your head, your head's at, Colby, with the Jacksonville. 
Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take it a notch higher. I'm going to go to Tampa. I'm going to say the Outback Bowl gets canceled. Ole Miss, Indiana, a lot going on there. You got a Big Ten school. We know how they like to cancel everything. And then, you know, Lane Kiffin and the boys. We, you never know there. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, Tampa, probably a good spot for a potential cancellation. All right, everyone, thank you for checking out College Football Bowl Picks Part Two and the College Football Playoff Picks. We'll be back, uh, wow, next year in 2021, giving you a nice little uh, preview for the College Football Championship game. Maybe break down a bunch of uh, player props. Of course, head over to mybookie.ag as I promo code SGP. Make sure you subscribe to the College Experience. Colby, going hard. Individual game previews for college football and college basketball, and get all his college football picks and college basketball picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Kramer and I will be back on the feed doing a Week 17 NFL Mega Pod. Podcast, talking DFS and of course NFL picks. Give us a follow on Twitter at Gambling Podcast and send in your review so you have a chance to win. Every Monday, we're drawing names uh, from the reviews on Apple iTunes for uh, free merch, aka Merch Monday for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan Jimbo Kramer. Let it ride. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.